0: To another episode of the Midwest Monsters Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Grizzly Abner, and I'm joined by Professor Wagstaff, Venomous Vinny. Ah, Good to be with you again, our friends, as we have a fun little round table heading back to school. And so we are. We were. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, we're all old as shit. We're not heading back to school right now. So grand we're opening grand closed. <laughs> Uh, we're not addressing grade school, high school, back to school. We're looking at college back to school, back on campus, right? And so uh, I work Did on say that's camping <laughs> to me, that's <laughs> campus. And so <laughs> these movies are the closest I ever got to going to college. <laughs> and so I still work on a college campus. So going back to school every year is always entertaining for me. And so let's talk about. Horror films that take place on college campuses. Again, to me, that's campus.
1: We're doing other films because the list I got from you said college campus horror films that have the word ghoulies in the title. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I thought an argument was getting ready to start, but it turned into a joke.
0: <laughs> well, there's one of them, so we can start there. So... Um, movie is loosely blowing our load straight up front with ghoulies. <laughs> yeah no we're not starting with ghoulies three because it's the tour de force of the whole series so let's uh yeah how do you guys feel about horror movies that take place on college campuses it makes me feel ignorant <laughs> i feel like uh um, makes me
3: feel liberal af indoctrination
0: y'all heard of it
2: let's peddle some dogma for an hour
0: as one of my relatives would say college campuses are just liberal concentration camps
2: (laughs) oh
3: lord
0: (laughs) lord yikes Uh, so uh, the the venomous one said films are the closest he's got to college (laughs) yes Uh, professor and i did our undergrad together at ball state university hot toddy iu east and then I did my graduate school out in Berkeley, California. So always a little bit of college experience to call back I, to. Uh,
1: fun fact, I did graduate from the same campus as Serena Williams. Nice. I
3: have seen Animal House about.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Professor and I did graduate from the school where Doug Jones graduated oh, nice. from college. True that. True and that. David Letterman. Yeah, oh yeah, that guy
3: too. And Joyce DeWitt from Three's Company.
0: <laughs> Come and knock on my door. Come and knock on my door. We're, for you. We're We've been waiting
2: <laughs> for you. Did Papa the Reckoning John go to uh, college here? Or is that always a rumor?
0: Uh Papa John did in fact go to Ball State University. Gotcha. I don't think he graduated from Ball State University, yeah. but he did go here. Because I believe gotcha. he worked at
1: Greeks. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. So say little John or Roman Both our Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, God, can we get this? On? Doug Jones, who?
2: <laughs> du-
0: <clears throat> Doug Jones.
2: <laughs> See, I refrained earlier, but then somebody managed to do a different reference within 60 seconds. So
0: we have to do what you got to do. Well, well. All right. So for those of you stuck around
1: through all that, <laughs> we're into our cups, folks. Welcome back to school. Uh, uh, I have a good starting point. we are going to get laid. So uh, I can't remember the third film, but That's definitely. I know, but you said back to school,
3: <laughs> and I thought Roddy did. He was close. <laughs> Look at him, <it>, quote
0: ladybugs. Hot <laughs> Tommy, please, I please call this thing to order. Whoever told
2: you you're a hot crowd, <laughs> you spit in their face.
1: <laughs> starting point. Uh, so I was going to say "Urban Legend" because at least Bingo. the first two, great stuff. Both uh, thank you, Tom. I can't remember that the third one had anything to do with college, but one and two. Uh, thank you. You've
0: always been the voice of reason on this podcast. It's a great place. <laughs> That's to not start. what you
1: said ten <laughs> minutes ago. Uh,
0: yes. Um, yeah, we did the, <laughs> the Urban Legend franchise and. Uh, if you want to get all of that, go back and listen to that. But yeah, listen. Listen to us gush over that franchise. <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> the first urban legend is a blast,
2: and I like two, Which you then patronized me for by saying you fully expected me to. Pretty enjoyable
0: because <laughs> you're the professor character in that film. <laughs> I
3: tell you what, I love. I love that there's a checklist of grievances that is kept in the back of our heads. <laughs>
0: I remember when you said this about me.
2: (laughs) All in good fun.
0: Um, Yeah, no, Urban Legend is great, Toddy. I'm glad you brought it up, because it's quintessential college campus stuff. Um, It's not a franchise that goes to college, and I think that's worth bringing up, because a lot of things we're going to bring up here is that, oh, this franchise went to college. Like, this franchise went to space. And uh, Urban Legend is one that started at college, and at least the first two were there. And we're all
2: going to get laid. <laughs>
1: if anybody says painting rate, right, I'm quitting. Uh, uh, I could relate to back to school because when I went to IU, I was like, I am Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, so the neat thing about urban legend is that uh, Robert England is—they're the, taken like an urban legend class, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool, man. <laughs>
3: Can we
0: start over? Boy, this is looking... Can we start over? This okay. is looking as good as our
1: original...
2: <laughs> we're comedy. Comedy,
1: this is <laughs> So, a, let, let me to, just... To you, this is a feeling. <laughs> that's campus.
2: <laughs> now, Lord look, have, let, let me grab control of this real quick. Please, please. please. So, let me so, take the wheel. Way. This is historically not a deep subject in the sense of uh, the history of film. It really took off with the slasher movement. There was a little bit beforehand... Uh, but it typically would involve like a just a professor on a campus. The okay. movie wouldn't be set and centered around students at a campus. So you have a little bit of early examples like uh, Body Snatcher with Karloff and Lugosi, where they're shaking down a professor and trying to get bodies. Uh, from the school. The Brute Man, which has to do with Rondo. uh, Brute Man! (laughs) At
3: Universal. But
2: really, the the, the earliest beginnings of truly setting horror into a campus setting was, I was a teenage Frankenstein, and then the following year, Monster on the campus. But you still had elements of science fiction, which were obviously very popular in the 50s. So you have, like, Examples here and there where professors have experiments go awry, like Monster Mm -hmm. on the Campus is basically a caveman, Mm -hmm. uh, but leaning into a lot of the elements that you get from like a werewolf movie. Um, But it really takes off with the slasher movement. And I think largely because the elements of a school setting, and this applies to high school and other things too that we may cover down the road, but you get into uh, sexuality bullying social acceptance these things that are very rich for setting up a revenge plot
0: transitioning into the real world going from being a kid to an adult certainly yeah
2: so yeah you know just bullying the pressures that come with that it it's all very easy to spin a narrative for Offing these kids. Yeah. So that's where the boom really grabs hold of the campus setting in the early eighties. And this
0: is important too because as I was talking with one of my friends, it's like um I know that there are universities around the world. And I know that primarily uh in the Western world universities are such a emphasis. But especially in America, um, there are things that I put on the checklist of what involves the American experience, right? So it's like, you know...
1: Murdering somebody.
0: Yes, that too, (laughs) right? Or not caring that people are murdered because you get what you want. But this idea, like, there are just things that are uniquely part of, uh, I don't know, like, uh, a full life in America. And it could be anything from going to the military like that's a that's a uniquely experience or or going to college and being on a campus that's a unique experience having children is a unique experience working in a factory is a unique experience like these are all things that like add to the character of like when you look back on your life and say oh I did that I did this I did that and so I think that those aspects add to things that can make a story more niche, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. or more interesting because you did something that lots of other people did, but not everybody did, if that
1: makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think too, uh, especially with, because I mean, high school is a little different. College, unless you're like, say by the bell, where all your friends go to the same college, you're kind of the fish out of water. Like you're, you're in a, most of the time a new town. You are usually with people you don't know. um, So you know, if you're kind of in a situation like urban legend or, um, perfect bro, who done it? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's a new group that you have newly accepted and really invested in deeply. Because, but you have to do so blindly, right? Because you don't know the backstory. Bingo. Hmm. I'm glad we had this talk. This is a good setup. Thank you, professor. <laughs> Not a problem.
2: I think the real kickoff <laughs> is in 81 with three movies. Now, I think with a lot of these, some of the stuff can be debatable. And if you think of it as a college movie, um, like The Prowler, there's a lot of college tie in there. But at the same sure. time, it's not traditional campus feeling. Right. But within 81, you have that, night school, and final exam. Final exam.
3: I feel like there's a certain obsession with uh, college in the 80s in cinema as a whole.
2: Sure. Was you your, get into all the
1: uh, <coughs> sex comedies, the and it yeah. all
2: starts to blend together. Well, I feel yes. like
1: I feel like uh, anim- I feel like comedies were kind of like Animal House was like their target, and then horror movies was Black Christmas, even though apparently Halloween is the only one that started <clears> it. But now, with this out of all the ones we'll cover,
2: the one I want to showcase is one of the ones I just mentioned in Night School because we've never covered it on the show. I've been very close to picking it a couple of times. Yeah, um, is really. Unique because it's set in Boston, but these are college students and you've got a serial killer. It's kind of got some Italian elements in the sense of the way the killer's dressed. They ride a motorcycle and all black, black helmet, and they're Mm. decapitating the victims. And there's a, a lot of great sequences where you know it's happened but you don't know where the head's going to show up <laughs> to scare the audience. So there's all some pretty fun suspense moments, like where you'll have somebody just setting up stuff in the kitchen and you're just waiting. Like, you know, it's going to show Was up. an alternate
1: title head of the class. Hi, yo. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> but yes, yeah, that's one I wanted to make sure I mentioned just because I'm fond of it. And we haven't covered
1: it yet. I don't think I've ever seen night school and I, I, can't remember if I when Warner was cool and they were releasing the archive movies, and now I think Amazon got their dirty hands on it. Though I noticed Scream Factory just announced a <laughs> hey, shit ton of Warner Brother movies, so maybe they're because uh, they announced Deadly Friend and uh, a few other hard to find Warner movies. So maybe Night School will get a better release.
0: Yeah, I never saw Night School, but I really like Bob Seger's song. About it. <laughs> yep, working at the
1: night school.
0: I'm trying, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Two of us are sober. Yep, that's right. <laughs> um, I, I really wanted to watch Final Exam. I wanted to watch it back when we did 1981. I wanted to watch I wish, it for this. I wish you cared. But Todd told me it wasn't any good. And if Todd says it's not any good, I don't need to watch it. It's still worth
2: watching. It's not bad. It's just completely forgettable. Yeah. Especially at this point now... In 1981, before you'd been overly saturated with all these, it might have been a little bit more fun. Sure. But at this point, we've seen, you know, fifty to a hundred of these slashers from that era. That <laughs> <Right>. Just
0: completely <laughs>
3: blows off. Can I read the review out of John Stanley's book that we were final example? Yes, sure. <laughs> so
0: uh, I love when you pull out
3: John Stanley's reviews. <laughs> One and a half stars. Tame slasher made in South Carolina, a clone of Halloween. Writer-director Jimmy Huston saves the goriest scenes for last as a fiendish murderer slaughters dumb college kids. <laughs> Most of the time, Final Exam deals with pranks, hazings, and crude jokes and engages in idle chatter designed as character, quote, development. <laughs> Houston's writing is so weak, the killer's identity is never given, his motives never
2: made clear. The real question is, did he write this when it came out? Because if so, it's gonna be a long decade for Mr. Stanley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have
2: a
3: second.
0: All of those time.
2: are accurate. I mean it's but that sounds like ninety percent Here's
3: the problem, guys. Like All of these blend together for me now that I watched in the past couple of weeks for this. They're all, most of them are so similar Mm -hmm. that I have a hard time as I'm looking at them now going, okay, which one was this? Yeah. Like, which one had Wild Man in it?
2: (laughs) That's why I wanted to mention, oh, I don't know. I can't remember.
0: (laughs) Is it all Madman?
2: No, it's Wild Man. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's why I like Night School so much because it's unique it's very different with the kills and the setting and all that so
1: i think i think one. they're re- right they do blend together probably stand out though as night of the creeps never heard of hmm. it. didn't hmm. even think of that yeah that's on my list nice yeah we revisited that one night of the
0: creeps great one um hard to come by right now if you don't own it <laughs> like
1: if you're trying is to it really? stream
0: it yeah it's hard to come by yeah hmm.
1: yeah fantastic film
0: obviously tom atkins
1: and i i think they could they could have probably pulled Three. off high school i guess but um i think i think the fact that they did college made it better because it starts out with like the very 50s theme of um like the lovers lane and
0: uh, the smoke gets in your <laughs> eyes
1: but again uh, it's not even as uh, one of the, wills, uh, I'm trying to think of one of the first movies you just mentioned, but as you were saying it, I was like, man, it's kind of neither creeps a little bit where they're trying to steal the, uh, the cadaver. And did you mention that or that? Oh, my
2: stroke. A body snatcher, which yeah. is set in much, much older times, but that's one of the first instances where you had a professor is a big part of the story.
0: The good news is your dates are here. <laughs> the bad news is they're dead. Throw me. Tom Thrill Me Atkins. And it's got uh, the original bud from uh, National Lampoons, right? hmm What's his name?
2: Can't remember, but he was, I think, buying a lot of weed at one convention. <laughs> I was <curious laughs> how
0: he bought weed for my friend at one of the, event, <laughs> one of the conventions.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. always having fun. Now, we saw a great reunion uh, <clears throat> weekend with them, the panel and stuff. Fun group.
0: Yeah. Fun movie. Yeah. Night of the creeps is great. It's quintessential eighties. Yep. High on my eighties list for sure. Quint. Easily in my top twenty. Quint means five. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Uh, did, so we brought up Urban Legend. Do we have anything more to say about Urban Legend?
1: I I liked yeah. a, again I can't I think the third movie because I don't think it it just was more of the Urban Legend. It's but,
0: a bloody Mary.
1: Um yeah, I mean like again, the the that movie was going to get made regardless cuz it's just it's stories that everybody's told. So, I yeah. guess I would have never thought of putting it in a college setting and especially the sequel where it's kind of a I mean, they're both kind of a who done it, but um you know, I feel like with the sequel where they're they're filming a movie and stuff, so it's kind of a little bit of a
0: and the professor ends up being the killer in part 2. Yeah, I believe right? so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the urban legend films are are, are good contributions to the the uh, campus killer sort of stuff. Uh, Vinny, any uh, any college horror movies that you may have watched <laughs> or wrote down? Pledge Night.
1: I have Pledge mm, Night down.
3: I've never seen Pledge Night. Soundtrack by Anthrax. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh! You just sold me. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Vinegar
2: Syndrome just put that out.
3: Yeah.
1: I just yeah. I picked it up. I I remember uh, some Joey Belladonna, which means it's Scotty probably streaming. You know, I mean, well, I definitely I definitely rented uh, that when it came out, and I remember most people I would watch it with hated that fucking movie. I liked it because there was just some goofiness about it. But didn't the is the killer a actual singer? Am I thinking it's? Uh, let me see. It's been here. a while since I watched it. I've got I've got some. I remember this, the original the original it, box art had. Um, a hand coming out of the toilet with like a banana or something weird. The
3: (laughs) the film features the band's lead singer, Joey Belladonna as the young version of Sid, who is the killer. Basically it's, there's a pledge in the 1960s, who they're going to, as a hazing treatment, putting him in a bathtub that's full of like corn flakes and other disgusting shit to, you know, haze him. But somebody unknowingly has replaced it with pure acid <laughs> that and happens. he dies a horrible death. And the movie is like him coming back horribly disfigured and killing people. It's not a real strong movie. <laughs> I have fun curiosity with the anthrax angle. But yes, that element of it makes it interesting.
2: Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I have and to at least mention long. the title, Splatter University for 1984. It's <laughs> a great uh, title. I've seen it. I don't remember a thing about it. <laughs> uh, again, because it just blends in with that stuff. Um, I think the cover has like a girl getting attacked on a desk. Real hokey <laughs> picture. Uh, but for as much as we talk about the the boom with the slashers, there really isn't that many. So many of these movies are actually into other settings, um, which we may get more into, like from the Greek angle, which is still part of college.
0: Well, and that's... A lot of these are from the Greek angle. Right. So Night the Creeps is from a Greek angle. The boys are trying to get into this fraternity. The girls that they like are in a sorority. And so, yeah, that's yeah. that. And
2: a- as mentioned, Black Christmas was before boom. Any of I was going to
0: say, let's talk about Black Christmas early. It's a foundation of the slasher franchise. I mean, the slasher foundation. Like, it's it's Christmas. It's slasher. <laughs> it's college. Like, it's it's campus. <laughs> it's <laughs> also
2: scary as shit. It's. Always stayed in my top five.
0: The first time I watched this, I've told this story before. It was summertime. I had my window open. The obscene collar scared me so much. <laughs> I closed the window to my bedroom because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want anyone out there going.
2: They were walking like, the dog by a pretty pink. <laughs> oh,
0: <I'm> like a warm removed.
2: Y'all just freak me out. (laughs) I think there's still a website, uh, Agnes, it's me, Billy.com, with all kinds of crazy shit on
3: it. No,
0: no, (laughs) sir. Count me out. But, I mean, Black Christmas is one of the, in my opinion.
3: Black Christmas,
0: (laughs) I gave you my heart. Uh, Black Christmas is still one of the greatest horror movies ever made.
2: I'm going to call this episode, uh, parenthetically speaking, uh, all filler, no killer. <laughs> no, no, I kid. Black Christmas is it's still one of the scariest movies. Oh yeah. And the thing is, is most of the others that fit that description are all wild, widely agreed upon and talked about. This one is never as common. And it is every bit as scary as anything you want to put up against it. It's, it's so scary. Yeah. I've seen that movie 20 plus times at this point in my life.
3: Still, graduating. I think there's a certain percentage of the population that doesn't like to mix, right, the holiday with horror. Oh yeah, and I think that's maybe a a larger reason as to why that movie isn't as accepted as Halloween. Sure. Halloween, that kind of thing's inherent with the yeah. season. They're called posers.
2: <laughs> uh, just kidding. I don't you, look. You got 25 days for Christmas <laughs> movies. You can spare a Saturday night for a couple scaries. Um, but yeah, this one is so much earlier than before these become more common in that setting. So again, another granddaddy angle on this movie. I
1: think uh, it makes it unsettling too that there are very similar shots from Black Christmas to his other Christmas movie, Christmas Story, like the the right. big snowflake and and where it's like, oh, that's cute. And Black Christmas, you're like, oh god, where's the killer? Yeah, for sure. Oh, on the Greek ang- on, hey. the,
2: on the Greek angle, uh, Hell Night is one I picked. Hey, in the past. I had
0: that on my list.
2: Um, one that I'm very fond of that we've covered before, so I won't spend hey. a lot of time on it. But it's it's kind of dabbling back into that pledge night kind of angle. Just Absolutely, the, the hazing and the daring and. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good time. That one leans a lot into the gothic elements and mm-hmm. having them dressed up for the old mansion that they have to go do the stuff in. So yeah. it really transforms beyond what you. Is would that the one with see. Linda Blair? Yes.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, where her titties on full display. <laughs> <laughs> say, her blouse gets lower and lower yeah. through the film. L- Linda Blair's
3: titties has second uh, billing on this one. Actually, it That's- yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting that's another film that I think uh, falls under my category is like better than it should be. Like mm-hmm. I remember seeing cover art for it and like, uh, like, Oh, it looks okay. But it's, it's a very entertaining film. I would definitely put that high
1: on the list of, of college horror that, that you should definitely watch hell night. I used to get them confused and I picked up killer party was going to watch it for this. And then I seen that it was just announced by screen factory too. So I was like, don't open that because you can sell the dvd copy. <laughs> but uh Killer Party I used to think was Hell Night. Um I remember liking the movie and I remember it had more of a supernatural uh there it's kind of very similar story Frat House and they're in a uh kind of stuck in this house for the evening. I just remember that the the main person's like possessed or something because they're like upside down on on the ceiling at the end which is used to freak me out. So maybe maybe when i get the blu-ray and open it we maybe cover that one maybe
0: (laughs) hey a little known franchise went to college in the second installment and i'm talking about scream 2 ah yes you guys ever heard of it fully set on a campus (laughs) yes the entire thing so sydney goes to college with her friends they're all there.
1: Because that happens.
0: Randy's there, right? It's the Saved by the Bell effect.
1: Saved by the Bell, 90210. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you apply?
0: <gasps> what? What? <laughs> You're there too? But then we add one of the O'Connell brothers. <laughs> God rest his soul. In the movie. Not in red. I was
2: like,
0: Jerry. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Great
2: opening
1: to the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I think they played, uh, well, the movie theater after that, I think they played well with the college, the college setting. Because it's a weird scene, but she's in that play when she's like, thinks she keeps seeing Ghostface. Sure. There's some uh, good stuff that they used, uh, uh, like Sarah Michelle Gellar's death. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoy Scream 2. It's not a masterpiece, but I really have fun with it. Vinny, I know, he loves it. Not Not a big fan
3: of the franchise as a whole. <laughs>
0: Uh, I two's really good. Yeah, three I struggle
2: with a little bit sure. and on, but um, that one has Jane, Sal, Solomon Bob in it. <laughs> don't don't get him all worked up. Uh, yeah, two's good and not one I would have thought of honestly, but yeah, that's it's a good call. It's set almost entirely on the campus. Right. yeah, right.
3: I watched one for the first time for this uh,
2: sorority row. I just watched that for the first time too. Now, have you seen the original? Are you talking about House on Sorority Rose? Not House on I'm talking Sorority about Row. Sorority Rose. The Row. remake. The
0: remake. I never even knew there was. House on Sorority a Rose.
2: House on Sorority Rose. Is,
0: is it technically a remake? It's a remake. Yes. Is it the same story?
1: Mm, it's a remake. <laughs> I'd have to watch the remake. It's if been... it's
0: not the same story, it's not a remake. <laughs>
1: because well,
2: it's fairly whack. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we watched the remake. It- your place at colonial didn't we they
3: were using i did not what were what's that we what's that tool movie. called the the tire iron is that what that yeah. was
2: that he's using the the four uh
1: so stupid edge. So, so stupid
3: so uh,
1: all i remember is that carrie fisher dies that's all i can
3: remember i, I re- it says carrie fisher the credits. I said what and then carrie fisher she's the is, house mom it's she's story. a house mom in a scene in like three quarters of the movie i was like Wow. Awesome. They put Carrie Fisher in this for that one little scene, but she has a bigger role at the end of the movie. And it's kind of badass in it. Uh, so I appreciate the fact that Carrie Fisher was there as a whole.
0: Not real impressed with the movie. So the setup, and just so you guys can verify for House on Sorority Row. So the setup is uh, one of the sorority sisters fakes her death. And they're they're trying to oh get yeah because it's
1: a prank. And they're pranking, they actually killer though.
0: They're pranking a dude because he's he rapey. Was, yeah, he's rapey. And then like they're like, well, we got to chop up her body. They're trying to like freak him out and scare him out of it. And he's like, all right, well, fuck it, we got to chop up her body. He <laughs> starts chopping her up. Like, oh my god, she's not dead! <laughs> You're a monster.
3: And the then they up? and then they all uh, I know what you did last summer style. Which agree not not are. to tell anybody what they did. <laughs> And then people start getting picked off. It's, it's, it's. I know what you did last summer.
2: It really is. Yeah. Some. The original house on Sorority Row is the house owner, where they do a prank and kill them. Okay. And then hide the body and gotcha. the things start. Okay. Going from there, so it's actually pretty good.
0: Similar premise. Yeah. Well, I probably should have watched it instead of this one then. <laughs> so, um, the only this one's not awful. But like by the time we get to the end, this dude pops up and like I'm like, who is that? That's the killer. And Gary's like, yeah, that's X Y Z, and I'm like, all these white frat boys like
3: I just don't know who it don't is. Don't make sense.
0: Like, <laughs> I just I just lost my investment. Yeah,
3: in my man, it's low rent.
0: It's again, it it's got some fun kills, but mm-hmm. by the end, I was like, I I don't know who that is. <laughs> It's Timmy, the pizza delivery guy from the beginning of the story, you know, so. Weak
2: sauce, dog. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we watched that at your place years ago and didn't enjoy it.
0: I got to lay off the peyote. (laughs) So tell us about Household Sorority Row. Oh,
2: I did. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it's basically uh, nearing the end of their time. And the house owner is being difficult, so they screw with him, play a prank, kill him. And then it's it's better than most of the fare from that era. Okay. Because um, the title would lead you to believe that it completely blends in with all the rest of sure. them. But it's got some pretty redeeming qualities, as I remember. I'd have to rewatch it. Maybe cover it on the
0: podcast at some point. Hey, maybe someday. Someday, when I'm
1: great. So, uh, <laughs> uh, when you said sequel in part two, I thought you were going to do the praise of American Psycho 2.
0: I've never seen
1: that it's one. It's garbage.
0: Yeah, I've never
1: seen All it. I can remember is uh, opening scene is she, I think, uses a condom to strangle somebody. But it is set on a college campus. And this is supposed to be uh, her character uh Bateman killed her babysitter or something and the little girl survived and then uh yeah it is whack <laughs> uh but it has um what's her name from 70 show and Mila Kunis Mila. Mila Kunis so uh I also think it's got like William Shatner and it's an odd odd oh, it's definitely I'm like was this inten- I feel like that they it was like uh weird girl movie on campus and then they just were like, well let's uh we got the American psycho in our catalog, let's call it part two. Benny's out here getting fancy with his drinks and pizza <laughs> slice. Now that I think about it, because you brought it up is American Mary a college horror movie? Is she in medical school? I think so, because isn't she having to do this stuff for medical? Yeah, I thought so.
2: Yeah. Technically I think it's more post and where she's on her own, but yeah, she's still a student
0: aspiring <laughs> grad school still counts. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. American Mary.
2: Uh, I, in true, <laughs> in true professor fashion, I got to go way back real quick. Convention one. There's a movie called 13 women, uh, from 1932. And it has multiple reasons uh, for it to be interesting, potentially to listeners one It's the earliest slasher. Now you can focus on Bay of Blood, Black Christmas. Obviously those are the elements that we know as a slasher. But with 13 women, it's a group of sorority sisters, uh, that gets basically, they, they trick them in with, um, I think it's a fortune teller Mm -hmm. to lead them all to commit suicide in various ways. Um, and so you have that kind of picking off one by one, not sure who's behind it or what the revenge motive is. Mm-hmm. So you have those early traits of a slasher movie in there. It's also before the code. So it's a little bit more uh, racy and realistic
1: than you'd have a couple of years did, later. Did people feel like that movie was fake because women were going to college? Possibly. <laughs>
2: uh, but the other interesting thing too, just, uh, random factoid is that is the only movie that Peg Entwistle appears in. Peg Entwistle was the woman that jumped off the Hollywood sign, taking her own life. Oh wow! And she did that the weekend this opened. Um, wow. She had she believed that this role was small and that her career was never going to take off. Obviously, it was good? suffering from depression. And even still, uh, every year they screen 13 women in Hollywood and raise money for suicide awareness on her behalf oh. uh, almost 100 years later. Is so, this
1: the one that's buried in Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Yep.
2: Um, so there's this interesting dueling reasons to watch the movie if people are so inclined at any point. It's, it's a reach to call it a slasher, but the elements are there. And technically they are
1: in a sorority. So okay. it does apply. So I have a fun one is Vamp, which isn't really college. The characters are uh, in college. They end up going to a bar or club. Um, I don't remember the reason. It's definitely Greek-oriented,
2: though. Yeah.
1: um, Yeah, that's a fun movie. Uh, Robert Mm Russler is in it. uh, Grace Jones. Yeah, Grace Jones plays the lead vampire. Then there's like some weird – like there's a couple vampire gangs. I think I'm hearing
2: Grizz's next pick.
1: Billy Draco. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Billy Draco in that movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good It's a fun movie. It like is Billy fun. Draco.
0: Well, let's talk about the greatest college horror <laughs> film that was ever made. Halloween right, 8?
3: Here it comes.
0: That would be Ghoulies Part 3. There it is. <laughs> the third Ghoulies film, which is consequently the greatest Ghoulies film ever made. Uh, I would argue that. Mm. How you gonna argue what's the greatest (laughs) ghoulies
3: movie that's not the hill I'm willing to die on kids
2: (laughs) that's uh that's not uh something that's worth getting your blood pressure (laughs) it
1: it is what's going to end our friendship (laughs) Uh, I will note that
0: Todd bought me my copy of Ghoulies 3 (laughs) so uh you, you can't shame me too much for it uh Kane Hodder makes an appearance at the very beginning. He certainly
3: does. Isn't he in a mop bucket?
1: <laughs> yes, as he's, first? A,
0: he's a janitor, custodian at the beginning. Did
1: of uh, uh Beekler, I know he's Directed involved it. in all, yeah, did he direct three yes. as well? Yep, yep.
2: So, yeah. Which is probably why you have Kane Hodder in the little cameo. Matthew Lillard uh, is in that in an early role for him. Um, Hope Marie Carlton, I just looked it up. She's the naked broad under the bed and Nightmare on Elm Street movie, Playboy, um, which there's plenty of good-looking women in this movie as I remember. Which played that old boy from Uh,
3: Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It was R.J. Fletcher in UHF. (laughs) (laughs) What? You
0: don't know what I'm talking about? This is high art, right? Just listen. Okay. So um, I got to look up his name now. (laughs) You just said it in the last episode. Famous. Image of ghoulies is a ghoulie coming out of the toilet, right? Please, yeah.
3: sir, that is toilet. <laughs>
0: Everyone <laughs> remembers that. That doesn't occur until Ghoulies 3, right? So, Ghoulies 1 is an insane, like, satanic cult movie <laughs> that is way more serious than it should be. It's a fucking mess, as well. Yeah, it, it is. is. Ghoulies 2 is a. Pretty fun sequel that takes place at a carnival freak show, but then Ghoulies Three oh, lives God. into what Ghoulies was meant to be in college.
1: Which Ghoulies yeah. Three is an Oscar masterpiece compared to the garbage that is Four.
0: Which oh, it's, okay. Ghoulies Four is one of the worst films ever made. I, Kevin I, McCarthy. I yeah.
3: Kevin yeah. McCarthy yeah. is the actor that I, I remember
2: for at the end of that. You're right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Ghoulies Four is awful, and I own it. <laughs> that sentence
3: right there ladies and gentlemen
1: <laughs> were they even that were, encapsulates everything were they, you need were they really, we do what we do that's right were they really ghoulies cuz weren't when that four just like two little people Look, we were talking about
3: three <laughs> they were we yes. were talking about ghoulies
0: go to college right now ghoulies go to college ghoulies one and two the ghoulies communicate primarily through grunts and growls by the time we get to ghoulies three
1: they're graduating
0: they're making uh <laughs> They got funny one liners and everything that they They see are controlled looks. by a comic book
3: <laughs> and are wearing <laughs> like baseball caps and shit like that to look like college students. Did you guys
2: recently rewatch this or do you really remember all this?
0: I just watched it. Oh, okay. I, I rewatch it two or three times a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's got old boy from uh, Body like Snatchers yeah. so you just said. Yeah,
3: Kevin McCarthy (laughs)
1: Yeah, he's the professor yeah, do you yeah. think he was joking? No, two three times a year. He's, he's what? Being serious. He's I, I think he's
3: joking about I, cause cause said he, it because he had
1: all the hallmarks of the
2: face of I regret letting that come out.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did because he knew I was about to roast him for not watching There's the a, new Planet of the Apes. Trilogy. The part that's a lie is the two to three a year. It's more like two to three a week.
0: <laughs> Party!
1: I gotta watch it before I go to work.
0: <laughs> I do
2: remember it being a good time though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is silly as shit.
3: Like it, it's just one of those get your libation, (laughs) kick back, relax, uh, have a laugh at the
0: absurdity that is Ghoulies 3. It's silly Animal House style. Yeah, Ghoulies 3! What's next? What's next? Happy Death Day. Ooh! That's on my list.
2: Uh, One that I I still can't put my finger on because it's just um, singular. It's It's obviously riffing on Groundhog Day Mm -hmm. and that kind of premise, but I don't know. I think it's so out of the box for all of the other movies we're discussing. We had to at least mention it.
0: I think Happy Death Day and the sequel Happy Death Day to You are um, they're unique. They're uh, but again, I mean, it's Groundhog Day—the idea—but they're both really enjoyable films and really I well done haven't seen them I think that they
2: they far reach past where they should have yep. in terms of they're way better than they should be because I kept hearing people talk about them and everything at, you know at a glance did not look like it would be something for me and I I actually ended up really enjoying them the second one isn't so as much horror as it is a whole lot of other mm-hmm. things and kind of genre blending and fun. Like quantum physics but it's got a lot of heart to it too um, some great scenes in it yeah so I, I definitely want to make sure we at least mention it, especially because but they're not leaning into campus movies as much for horror like they used to. And so that's been a more recent one that I thought was a blast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The first one's great. It's it's like a fun, entry-level slasher meets uh, Groundhog Day, obviously. Yeah. But part two... <laughs> As you said, strange. Is that bacon grease? Has way more heart than it should. Yeah, but still accessible. It's oh, a, yeah. a lot of a blast
2: of with it. It really leans into the '80s in the second one. It's yeah. a lot of the hijinks,
1: all because of Christopher Landon. Which I think all his movies are kind of like, eh, whatever. It looks like every other movie, and then it's who was possibly something to it? brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, college
0: <laughs> horror! You're
2: welcome. Uh, one, another one we've covered in the past: Fright Night Two, um, which
0: oh shit, I forgot that was at college,
2: college. Yeah, it's it's set around college, kind of the same way Scream, where you got high school age and then the sequel. Know, we elevate. Charlie to goes college. to
1: college, and so does so does uh, what's what's his name in that movie? Peter <laughs> Peter Vincent also goes to college. Yep. Um,
2: Another one I want to mention was After Midnight from 89. It's just an anthology movie. There's not I like anything that crazy special about it, but no, you it's pretty enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, another one from Blumhouse, if we're going to talk about Happy Death Day, is Truth or Dare. Anybody, have you I have not seen, seen that. Uh, no. It's entertaining. It's not great, but it's they go uh, on spring break. I think they're in Mexico. And uh, someone tricks them into playing truth or dare.
1: So it's like this idea of, um, like he ends up getting dared to put a twig in his pee hole or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, think about it follows, right? Like, uh, the guy seduces the girl
0: to come back just because he wants to put the curse on her. That's how truth or dare works. They're in Mexico, and like, hey, you go to our school. Yeah, I recognize you. Yeah, come back. I'm going to show you this cool-ass castle. It's not only the tours or this, these cool ruins. Go back, plays this game of Truth or Dare, and he's like, ha, ha, fuck you. I put this game on you now. <laughs> and they go back to their college, and things get real fucking weird. And so it's entertaining. It's, like I said, a, a typical Blumhouse fair, you know, take it or
1: leave it. Um. Yeah. So that's that's uh, my book report.
2: <laughs> cool. Sounds like I need to see. It I did. Somewhere.
1: Uh, as you mentioned, I did have it follows on here too. So okay.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: which you just basically summed it up to and very similar. So just reverse <laughs> STDs. Um,
2: this might be a reach, and it's not high school because okay. I know we're avoiding that. But secondary boarding school. So you're still <laughs> dealing with younger age, but you also have kids going off completely on their own um, in that setting. Now, we've covered a couple um, right off the bat that come to mind like Suspiria, um, Phenomena. And then uh, one I wanted to mention that we'll probably never cover on this show, but it's an interesting movie is Picnic at Hanging Rock, which is loosely based on a true story. I've never heard of it. Um, And so it's a Peter Weir film. Um, it is very strange, but at the same time very almost hypnotic and haunting um it has to do with um valentine's day in australia i think it's australia but they go on a picnic and a couple of girls disappear into the hillside there and they never locate them Um, but it's it's a strange movie but it also has some of those elements that you have in traditional campus movies because these kids are off at boarding school and they're not like 10 years old they're closer to the age that we're dealing with, so now, it's Peter, an interesting one.
0: Peter Weir was in The Grateful Dead, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, <Yeah.
2: laughs> fair enough. I have a <laughs> <laughs> anything else secondary or boarding school? I think more is high school <laughs> driven. Something like H two O or Zombie High. They're technically off at a boarding school, but they're still kind of wrapped up. in Like
1: Werewolf in a Girl's Dormitory? You know what I'm saying? Where you you at? Bring the heat. Is that Full Moon After Dark? That's
2: that's an old one. That's an old one. Severin just put that out within the last year. Did they really? Yep. Wow. Which I think has been in public domain for for about four
1: years. Forever. (laughs) Yeah, forever. Uh, I had a happy birthday to me. Oh, yeah, uh, that is. I want to say uh, that come right after, or right around the same time as uh, the original My Bloody Valentine.
2: Yeah, I think it is. around uh, but, it's a uh, particularly uh, rigid performance it, from the colorless Glenn Ford later in
1: his career. <laughs> yeah. um, it's not a bad movie. It's definitely known for the kills in the in the film. and the cover with the shish yeah. kebab
2: going into the guys' The desk. shish
1: kebab death is probably one of the coolest. I do remember the cover. I've never seen the film.
0: Um, here's a fun departure. It doesn't take place on the campus, but it does involve college kids, uh, Tucker and Dale versus evil mm-hmm. <clears throat> college kids. We got your friend <laughs> that line
2: alone permits it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's a stretch, but that yeah. definitely counts along with cabin in the woods. Yep. Another, yep.
0: That's college kids. Along, that's another one, 2001 Maniacs. That'd be yeah, another that's college. That's true, you kids. Could get into
2: the whole spring break. I
0: yeah, think. spring break. It's
2: cabin fever.
0: <clears throat> but if we want to go back to campus, uh, we can talk about Ched too, about the Ched. They're college why, kids.
1: Why wouldn't you talk about that? <clears throat> Well, isn't that this uh, very similar is like they, for whatever reason, are still a cadaver? Because, you know, that's what you do when you're in college. Yeah,
2: that's one of those movies we've covered for the podcast that I like way more than I should. And I
1: know
0: it. <laughs> I just... So, Carrie but had never seen it. Good. Yeah. And I showed it to her. And I was like, oh, this is this is super silly. You know, like, I'm trying to give her all the avenues out to say, like, you know, to give her a chance to say, boy, that was an awful movie. But then I showed it to her and I'm like... Boy, this is better than it should be. I love Chad too.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I enjoy it. Yeah, it's silly. We did that on the Dead End sequels.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, hmm. one Dark Knight. I had that, but is it high school
2: or is it college? I think it's high school,
3: but it,
0: I, was I mean, it's still it still got the
2: pledge elements to yes. it. That's what it's. A little,
1: this is a confusing category because when most of these movies, they're thirty, 30, 40 year olds playing high school students. Either way, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, one of the last
0: ones I had written down was, was Terror Train.
1: Ah, yes. I started thinking about that when you started talking a about another Greek movie.
0: outing, another Greek outing. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: the kids are on train getting killed. There's terror. There's Terror.
2: And uh, The Magician.
0: Terror. Uh, David, David Copperfield. Yeah, yeah.
2: so, uh, Don't forget, I know I've shared it on the podcast before, that's when I went to Best Buy thinking it was going to be a ruckus again <laughs> when it finally hit DVD, and uh, they didn't give a shit, and we had trouble finding the one of three copies that they had on a side shelf.
1: <laughs> Did you guys ever see the movie Cry Wolf?
3: Yes. That's pronounced wolf.
1: Never seen it. Bon Jovi. Yeah, John Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy.
2: Yeah, I remember I had that um on an upcoming wish list like for my birthday or Christmas and I remember watching it in the fall and telling my parents that to,
1: take it off the list
2: I, that uh, our roommate at the time worked a family video and brought it home. That's why I watched it. I was like,
1: "It wasn't. It <laughs> wasn't bad, but it's it's nothing great either." And it definitely came out and and like the mix of all the like I know what you did last summers and Scream and yeah, which I was going to mention. We definitely have podcasted the I know. And I was like, I can't remember if they wasn't that the point though, is they graduated high school and they're in college. Yeah, I think or was it just the there's sequel? more?
3: There's a sequel, I believe, where. Jennifer Love Hewitt is living in a house with some with a roommate, and the shit starts up again. Yeah, the, the professor's favorite trilogy,
1: I believe. Oh yeah, but it is the best Jack Black movie. Whew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jacques <laughs> Black.
2: I pretty much am spent. I have two more to mention uh, that aren't worth going into. Those initiation of Sarah. Which I think is from '78. I have that down because interesting. It's cast. Always
1: on my list to watch, and they remade it, and I've yeah. never seen either one. But everybody always talks about those. Then uh, Silent Madness, which I think just got put out uh, on
2: a nice Blu-ray within the last year from Vinegar Syndrome, which probably means you can stream it for free on Amazon if you're interested, because <laughs> they always put their stuff up.
1: Well, I had yeah, that's pretty much
2: everything for me. <laughs> I had Sorority
1: House Massacre one and two, but for the life of me, I can't. I can't differentiate those in Slumber Party Massacre, so um, Slumber's way more interesting. probably need to rewatch watch those. Uh, one I'd kind of forgotten about is Flatliners. Um, oh! And yeah. then the remake came out, but I just found out the remake's not a remake at all. It's a sequel. So now yeah, I'm kind of more interested in actually turn watching turn that. Um, and then, other than that, <laughs> I had written down Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> Man, the definitely. greatest Halloween movie. But I don't want to end on bad movies, so I also okay. wrote down The Dead Zone, but the college is short-lived because uh, after the accident, he's no longer oh. teaching teaching college. And uh, Tells from the Dark Side, because that was one of the coolest uh, uh, segments, was the uh, Christian Slater where they, they're on the college campus and they bring back the mummy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah,
0: flatliners. That's a good one to bring up. I had never seen that before, and I got it. Uh, just found it at the pawn shop this past year. Bought it, watched it.
3: Tale is old as time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really enjoyed it. So, yeah, keep calling the flatliners. We should cover that on the show sometime.
2: Good times. All right. I think class is out of session.
0: <laughs> <Hi-oh>. <laughs> yeah, just in time for homecoming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, get oh, me out of here. We're gonna do boy. Uh, podcast on the two horror films on homecoming.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll come back a year from now with a back to school high school edition, <laughs> and it'll be just as lame as this one.
1: Folks. <laughs> I think we, did Can all we do right. grade school? <laughs>
0: Glad you stuck around with us, friends. Be careful as you go back to school. The Delta variant is out there, and who knows what other killers might be. I'm one of your hosts, <laughs> Chris the <Yander. laughs> I'm by... Okay. Professor
3: Wagstaff. Venomous Delta, 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 can I help <laughs> you, help you, help you, <laughs> Vinny?
1: Hi, Tani.
0: Stay scary.